Automatic, who done had it and you ready for anybody to butt back? Hold on, catch a vibe, ain't no way in hell we leaving nobody alive. Even suicide, no fuck that. Bobby feeling and this, he killing us. I'm coming for your man and this lady, and even a baby. I'm feeling like I'm chicken, 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 slim shady. All right. Another week, another episode here. Lone Wolf Hof. Um, I needed a little uh, decompressing after the Giants draft. So here it is on my reaction, and I've calmed down. If we did this the night of, I probably would have freaked out. I would have been screaming and, you know, probably would have made for better radio. Um, but yeah, you know what? It's okay. I think we're going to be all right. I really do. I do still think Edelman's a moron. I think it was a terrible pick drafting Daniel Jones that early. But look, it is what it is. You know, Daniel Jones at six is the... The guy we're taking, that's it. There's no point in bitching and moaning anymore about it. Uh, but I'm going to do it here. But, you know, after today, I think this is the closure that I need to talk to everyone and tell you how I feel about it. Now, how you don't take Josh Allen at six is just, it's mind-blowing. And this guy, Dave Gettleman, just keeps on digging his own grave. Now, this is the draft. This is it. He's going to have two years after this, and if they don't see anything from Daniel Jones and they don't think Daniel Jones is going to be any good, he's going to get fired. So he basically put his whole job on the line with the Daniel Jones pick. It's that simple. Now, we kept hearing that Daniel Jones is going to get taken before 17, blah, blah, blah. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. I truly don't believe that. So I don't think anyone believes that. I, maybe Gettleman and, and David Cutcliffe, Jones's coach, are the only ones that believe it. But what are we going to do? The guy is a moron. The guy is a very bad GM. He's maybe the worst GM in football. You got the Odell stuff. You got the Landon Collins stuff. All of them coming out saying all this shit now. Now, do you take what they say seriously? Or is they just are they just, you know, disgruntled? I don't know. I, but, I mean, me personally, why am I going to give David Gettleman the benefit of the doubt. Like, why am I going to give him any sort of benefit of the doubt? There's no point. The guy's an asshole. The guy's not a good GM. And the guy's a complete dick. And he thinks he's really a smart guy. And he's amazing. And he's talking about Super Bowl rings. Like, dude, you've never done anything to get a Super Bowl ring. Stop. Just stop. You're an idiot. That Panthers team, first off, that you were the GM of, you didn't draft more than half the guys. Get out of here. Oh, my God. But I digress. Josh Allen at six. How do you not do that? How on earth do you not take him there? Now, we're, you know, Giants fans were basically trying to justify it, saying, oh, he's not going to be that good. He's going to be a, like a, a Quinn, uh, like a Leonard Floyd type, and not an, an elite edge rusher like a Khalil Mack and whatnot. So, I mean, I, I get that. We're trying to justify it a little bit. I get it. But this draft would look so much better. If we took Allen at six and Daniel Jones at 17. Look, I don't mind drafting Daniel Jones. I think Daniel Jones is honestly going to be pretty good. I really do. And I'm not just saying this to be positive. I actually think he can be very good. He has the intangibles. He's athletic, which people don't realize. He's more athletic than Dwayne Haskins. He's an athletic guy. And when he was playing at Duke, he had nothing there. It was like, it's like playing on a men's league team and, you know, the guys can't even walk really. They're just not good at all. And you're you're you know, you're a pretty good player. And then you're the one that you look worse than what you really are. 
I think that's what happened. I mean, I've, you know, I've watched some tape. I've watched some whatever, and the guys drop passes. And Daniel Jones, is he's got, you know, the tools. He has the tools. He has the size. He has the tools to be good. And, you know, the arm strength thing, I think, is a little – it's overplayed a little bit. I think he has it. He has what it takes to be a good NFL quarterback. Now, his ceiling is probably like a Matt Ryan. A Matt Ryan type, maybe a little better than that. And if he can reach that, I'll take that. Now, you make the argument here, you know, oh, okay, well, then why didn't you just draft Sam Darnold last year? And I agree. You should have drafted Sam Darnold last year because this is what you'd have. You'd have Sam Darnold and Nick Chubb right now. So you'd have Darnold and Chubb instead of Saquon and uh, Big Will. Whatever. And Saquon and Daniel Jones. So I don't know. It depends on how Daniel Jones plays. I mean, the Saquon pick just looks worse and worse every year because I love Saquon. I think Saquon's good. I think Saquon's great. I think he's a great kid. But you're wasting his prime. His prime is now. This is his prime. We're in his prime. This is it. Next year is probably his prime. And then it will just, you know, slowly. It'll. I mean, eh, all right. That's, that's unfair to say. His prime is now. It's going to be another three years of his prime, and then slowly it will deteriorate after that, I think. You know, three years after this year. And then what are you going to do? What kind of contract is he going to want? What is his second contract going to be? He's getting paid top five running back money right now. Um, so huh, what is he going to want? And that's the thing. That, that's the argument I've been making for this past, whatever, a year, year and a half, whatever now. Year, yeah, not year. But what is he going to want? His prime is being wasted. This team isn't good. It's pretty simple. It's not good. And people think that they're going to win nine or ten games. They're not winning nine or ten games, people. Said the same thing last year, and no one believed me. They're not winning nine games. They're not winning ten games. They are just not a good team. You know, it's, pr- it's pretty obvious. Besides the defense being bad, you still have Eli at quarterback. And Eli isn't good. I'm going to keep saying this, and people just don't understand it. He isn't good anymore. It's not. Simple. Point blank. Not good. Could he be a little better this year than he was last year? Possibly, honestly. He could possibly be better than he was last year. Last year, he was a terrible. He was the 31st-ranked uh, quarterback according to Pro Football Focus. So, I mean, there's really there's nowhere to go but up, really. But the cap hit is $22 million. Why are you drafting a quarterback and leaving that cap hit on your team? You're wasting the years of Saquon's career. You have have $16 dead money on Odell's. So you're basically just calling this year a wash. That's it, a wash. So then Saquon's going into his third year. And then in three more years, you're going to have to give him a new contract. So you're giving yourself a three-year window, really, to win. That's it. You're giving yourself a three-year window. And that's with Daniel Jones starting maybe next year as his first year. It's not smart. And Dan, I mean, Dave Gettleman is not smart. He's a terrible GM. It's obvious. He isn't good. And people defend this guy still. And I just, I don't understand it. You cannot defend this man. His actions are atrocious. So that's my issue. That's my issue with Jones at six. Because at 17, you still didn't get an edge pass rusher. You got Dexter Lawrence. I mean, Dexter Lawrence can be, I mean, I guess he could be really good, but he's going to play two downs. He's going to play two downs unless you really get him in the shape. 
So I don't know what they're doing. You have Tomlinson, you have B.J. Hill, and you have Dexter Lawrence on that line. That's a big line. Now, with a 3-4, you want your outside linebackers to be, they need to be the catalyst of that team, really. They're the pass rush guys. They're the they're the run guys. They're you know they're the guys that are supposed to do the dirty work. You know like all the sacking and everything. So you don't get an edge pass rush really until the third round. Which I mean the kid Eggsminey's I don't even know how to say that Eggsminey's. I mean O'Shane could be pretty good. He's he's raw. He's athletic. But could he be another Odiuz Ugawazo that we drafted from UCLA? Could he be another one of those? Like a guy that just doesn't just doesn't pan out. I don't know. We'll see. I just I don't love the Dexter Lawrence pick. I don't. I wanted Sweat. Sweat there would have been a phenomenal pick. Now, they drafted Baker out of Georgia, and that's a great pick. I I, I don't want to give Gettleman credit, but that's a, it was a great pick. It was. Now, the argument I have is all these DBs went at the end at the beginning of the second round. You didn't need to trade. However, if you saw Baker as that much better than the other guys like Greedy Williams, um, the other guys that were drafted in that in that top second round, then fine. I don't mind it. You did what you had to do. Fine. I feel like Gettleman did a good job, though, in the later rounds, as he always as he did last year, the same thing last year. He did well in the third round, the fourth round, you know, like the, the guy he did well. Julian Love, a good pick out of Notre Dame. I like that. A great pick. Nickel DB, he's going to work out well. Now, I don't like Ryan Connolly. I feel they should have gotten the uh, linebacker from Alabama, whose name is now escaping me. I believe it's Wilson. Uh, But, yeah. (sighs) Yeah, Mac Wilson. I mean, you look at that, not bad. Now. Ryan Connolly, eh, not great. That's the problem. Not really good. And I would have wanted Tell from U, uh, USC as a safety, or I would have wanted Hunter Renfro from Clemson. Why not? You know, take a shot. Take a shot on the kid. Didn't do it though. Which whatever it is, what it is. But uh, Darius Slayton had some drops the first the rookie camp. From Auburn, not a bad pick, really, not bad. I don't, you know, not bad at all. And then you got Ballantyne, who, you know, that could be a really good sleeper pick. So I don't mind it. You know, the Giants did a decent job in the later rounds. Now, when when it comes to the third round pick, you know, we see that, eh, you know, he's going to be good. I think he's going to be pretty good. You know, I don't think it's going to be another... Ogawazu situation. I think that that Gettleman hit pretty decently here, so that was good. I just, you know, the the the, the Daniel Jones pick is what really just frustrates me. But I'm on board. I'm on board with Daniel Jones now. Enough's enough. I have to be. You know, I, I'm there. I'm I'm freaking out over this. But you know what? I I you have to just say okay. Daniel Jones, it is. Um, that's what we're doing. That's it. Especially when Locke went, uh, went as late as he did. The Broncos had a phenomenal draft, huh? I mean, pff, Broncos had a really, really good draft. And God bless them, those lucky bastards. You know, I guess that's what it's like to have, you know, a front office that's good. Huh. The Broncos, yeah, they did very well. 
And they only had they had only two, four, six picks. But they did the big at the they got Font, they got Noah Fant, Risner, the tackle from Kansas State, who's gonna be pretty solid. Drew Locke. Jones, a good D tackle. Holland's a nice linebacker. Must be nice. And we just we didn't address the offensive line. So I mean, is the seventh round pick the kid from Kentucky gonna play uh Gonna play the right tackle next year, or is it gonna be Chad Wheeler again? It's gonna be Chad Wheeler again, and Eli is going to die. I don't get it. I don't know how you don't address what we needed to address. <sighs> yeah, that was bad. Not good. Now, if you would you have rather Dexter Lawrence at seventeen? I wanted Sweat, but if you look at it, it was Sweat. You could have went with. Savage, the safety from Maryland, or Dillard or Howard, the two tackles, one from Washington State, the other one from Alabama State. Could have went with them, any of them. Okay. Not bad, but, I mean, I'm not a fan, really. But it is what it is, guys. We're in for a long haul here, a long rebuild, and it's all going to come down to Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is essentially what is going to – decide what is going to happen with this franchise in the next what seven eight years maybe it could this pick could have an effect for eight years which sucks now next year i mean next year i'm, I'm figuring the giants are going to finish what uh three and 13 i i go four and 12 i think i think they have some winnable games i think they beat the dolphins i think they beat the bills i think they beat the Redskins once, and maybe the Jets, maybe not. Maybe the Redskins twice. Maybe the Cowboys or Eagles once. But I think that it's going to uh, – I think we're going to get a nice high pick. And with that, if you get the number one or number two pick, what do you do? Do you trade it? I think you do. I think you trade down, but you trade down to not too far. I want I want to get the tackle from Georgia Thomas. I want the edge pass rusher, Chase Young from Ohio State. Or I want Jerry Judy, the wide receiver from Bama. I personally want Jerry Judy the most. I feel like that's going to be the guy. That guy is going to be an absolute stud. Height, weight, free, height, weight, speed, freak, mold of Julio. And if he performs, he's going to be a top 10 pick. The guy had like 18 touchdowns last year. He's an absolute beast. And he's going he's gonna to be a beast again this year. And there you go. That's your weapon right there. You get another nice weapon. You put another weapon around Daniel Jones, and you have Ingram, and you have Shepard, you have Saquon, you have Tate, and you have Jerry Judy. The Giants are going to have to hope if Daniel Jones pans out. Okay, this is it. This is this is it. After next year, the Giants could be a very good team. Daniel Jones does pan out, and he's pretty good. You have a ton of cap space, a ton of cap space next year, which is great. So you're going to be able to address your defense in free agency, which, uh, you know, it worked that one year, I guess you can say, right? Technically, we went to the playoffs, and then it fell apart after that. But, I mean, you're going to have a good defensive guys that it's going to be interesting. We're going to have a ton of cap space. And what are we going to get? Um Possibly Everson Griffin, gonna be 32 though. Fowler, Von Miller, 
Um, Clowney, Brockers, Wagner. Ooh, not you know, and I would want an outside linebacker. I would if Jadeveon Clowney is a free agent after next year. I would th- I would throw the bank at him. I think I think I would from the Giants. I throw the bank at him. He's going to be twenty seven. Throw the bank at him. That's what I do. Throw the bank. You can get him, and it just helps your. And he just has to stay healthy. I know. I know that's asking a lot. Has to stay healthy. But the, the Giants are going to have cap room to work with, and the offense is going to be pretty set. Now, is there a, is there <clears throat> sorry, is there a tackle that the Giants can get in free agency next year? Not really. Matt Khalil, maybe. Costanzo. If Collins plays well for the Cowboys, um, possibly him. <sighs> That's really it, though. Belago, they're not letting go. Um, Daryl Williams, no, I don't think. Yeah, no. I mean, Jack Conklin from Tennessee, but there he's going to get re-signed. You got to hit on these uh, on next year's draft and twenty twenty draft. You got to hit in the second round on a, on a tackle. That's pretty. That's pretty much all they need. If the defense, if everything goes the way it's supposed to go, the secondary has gotten better. So, pass rusher, secondary. I mean, that's what you. They, they, those need to improve. Your right tackle spot needs to improve. Now, I think the line's going to be good. They're going to be able to stop the run. The offense is pretty set if Daniel Jones is good. So we will see because it's a, it's a, it's a good question. It's a very, I feel like it's a very good question. Will he be, you know, will Daniel Jones be good? I mean, <laughs> that's what this comes down to. There's so much of the Giants' future that just depends on Daniel Jones and how he does. <sighs> yeah, I guess we'll see. I think if they get Jerry Judy next year in the draft, I can live with the Odell trade. I really can after that because he's going to be an absolute beast. I mean, he's going to be an absolute stud. So that's why it's good if, you know, I don't want them to get six wins. I don't want six or seven wins. I want either ten wins, which I know is pretty much impossible, or I want one win or two wins. That's it. I don't want six, seven wins. I don't want to see improvement because guess what? This team is going to have another makeover after next year. They're going to have an absurd absurd amount of cap room. So this doesn't matter. You want the young guys to play well, but you want them to lose the games. Simple. Boom. You're going to see improvement that way. Six or seven wins improvement-wise, shut up. Doesn't matter. God. I mean, Jesus Christ. It's so annoying. But hey, this is what happens. This is how it is to be a Giant fan now with Dave Gettleman at the helm. The guy's an absolute idiot. I really, I want to shit on his car. I just want to, it's, it's illegal. I know that. I'm, you know, I'm basically, if I ever do it, I'm admitting guilt on tape, whatever. It is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it now. But I really just, I I hate him. I hate him so much. I almost hate him as much as the Game of Thrones writers. Actually, you know what? I hate Dave Gettleman more than the Game of Thrones writers. Because Dave Gettleman's going to affect my life more. Game of Thrones is done in two weeks, thank God. I mean, I'm going to do another one on that because I just, I can't deal with this anymore. There's just... The writing is so bad. They're so bad. I hate them so much. But that's not here or there. So guess what? I feel like 
I have explained my draft theories well. I have explained how I feel about where the Giants' future is supposed to go. Now, we'll see. Next year, they need to address the offensive line. They need to get a tackle. Now, the ban- the ban- I mean, the Titans could they could get the Titan uh, not the Titans sorry the Tennessee Volunteers tackle Trey Smith. We'll see. I mean, need to address that. That's it. The the bullet points for the Giants' plan ahead is simple. Improve the secondary, which they've done right now. They've improved it. They these guys need to play well. Pass rusher, the pass rush needs to get better. One more weapon on offense and a tackle. That's it. The four things. Those are that's it. The defensive line is good. The offensive line is decent. They just need one more tackle. You need another tackle. You need one more weapon. You get Judy. That's it. So basically, my plan, if I'm the Giants and you know, Gavidman never does anything that's even remotely, you know, intelligent. So that's a problem. But from the Giants, I'm praying I get two to three wins, two to four wins this year. No, fuck it, two to three. Two to three wins. I get Jerry Judy. I get a tackle. I either trade into the fir- back to the end of the first round for a tackle, so I get that extra year, or I take a tackle in the second round. Free agent-wise, I go after Clowney hard if he's available. Go after Clowney extremely hard. It's Clowney or bust, really, for those for those guys because they're the defensive, the, the linebackers are – you know, not good. It's not a good, you know, Von Miller could be there, but I don't think so. And yeah, I feel like that's it. You get clowny and then you keep working from there. And hopefully the, this is it guys. I mean, (laughs) we need Daniel Jones to be good or we are screwed. We're screwed. To the point where we are not going to see anything resembling winning for a long, long time. So everyone, I hope everyone has a great day today, a great night, wild Saturday night. Hope everyone has fun. And we will talk again soon. I'll bring up some Game of Thrones stuff. And I'm just so upset with this season. That's why I really haven't been doing any episodes because I can't stand it. I have nothing positive to really say. So... Game of Thrones fans, good luck tomorrow. We're going to need it. Um, Yeah. So everyone, enjoy your weekend. Have fun. We'll talk again soon.